0: Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Hi, guys. uh, I'm Olivia
1: Hubbard, the editor of FitPro magazine. Thank you for joining the FitPro podcast. Today, I will be chatting to triathlon coach, John Wood. John, it's great to have you with us. Perhaps you can begin by introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background.
0: Hi, Olivia. I've been an international swimmer, both in the pool and open water. I've raced triathlon from distances, from sprint all the way up to Ironman, and I've raced at European and World Age Group Champs, and I've been coaching triathlon now for eight years. I've run my business, Tri coaching, for four years now, and I work with individuals at all levels, uh, as well as a couple of clubs local to Bristol. Uh, I write training plans and I help people work on their technique.
1: Great. So thinking about the transitions, can you share some useful training drills to help master those?
0: With transitions, obviously two transitions. There's a swim to bike and then there's bike to run. Swim to bike isn't so much of an issue, although if you're racing in the cold and in open water, the ability to go from laid down to vertical can be a bit challenged. As an exercise, you could go down for, go from a laid down exercise, maybe a, a core exercise or an upper body based exercise, and then go and jump on a, a static bike. And that's a good way just to practice the physiological demands of going from horizontal to vertical. The second one from bike to run is much more of a known quantity, and the, the demands it places on the body are well known. Bike to run is more of a known quantity with the transitions and the demands it places on the body. It's well known for even experienced triathletes to experience the jelly legs feel, having gone from biking hard and then trying to run hard. The best way to do this is to practice a couple of brick training sessions where you do a bike followed by a run. Uh, You could do it in the gym or on a bike and leave your bike at home and go out and run straight after. In the gym, you could flip between a static bike and a treadmill. There's no, there's no set times or distances you should do. So you could alternate between maybe five minutes on the bike and three minutes of running and repeat it a couple of times. And that would give you a decent training session as well as the transition practice between bike and run.
1: Great stuff. And um, so, I mean, there's definitely not any shortage of a kit that's out there. Uh, I know you're a fan of blue 70 wetsuits. John. Yep. that's correct. What yes. What would be your kit essentials on your kit list?
0: Well, everyone seems to think that triathlon is super expensive sport, and uh, that includes some of the brands. But uh, all you really need to do a triathlon is something to swim in, serviceable bike and helmet and a pair of comfortable running shoes. But uh, if you're going to get into the triathlon, get into triathlon and do a few, then uh, some of the essentials you need. You really want a decent tri suit. It's much more comfortable and functional than swimsuit or baggy shorts. And it means you don't have to put a T-shirt on or shorts on when you get into transition. A tri-suit will also dry out nice and quickly, so it means that you'll just be far more comfortable on the bike and then on the run, and most have like a a padded bit in them as well, which will make cycling a lot more comfortable and manageable. A wetsuit is a good investment. Uh, As you said, my preferred brand is Blue 70, but all brands fit slightly differently. Uh, A good swim wetsuit will make life so much easier than a surfing brand of wetsuit. They're designed to be more flexible, and it'll save you energy and likely be more comfortable. Notice how comfort is a is a big thing as far as I'm concerned. I think it makes it so much more enjoyable if you are comfortable doing what you're doing. A decent pair of cycling shoes, if you can learn to ride in them with cleats, will help you put down more power more smoothly than trainers on flat pedals. And the good thing is you can practice on a turbo trainer or a static bike, so you get used to clipping in and clipping out. And then two really cheap bits that are, I would say, absolute essentials. One is a number belt. It's just an elastic uh, band that you clip round your waist, and it means you can clip a number onto it, and it means that you don't have to deal with pins in a T-shirt, and you can spin the number around from your back, for being on the bike to being on the front, so that the marshals can see who you are. And that makes life a lot easier. Uh, the other thing are elastic laces. If you're looking for speed, lock laces in your trainers mean you can just slip your feet straight into your trainers and pull the lock tight. And it keeps them secure. Uh, And it means you don't have to fiddle around with trying to tie your laces.
1: Great, great stuff. And what would you say are the three areas of training which probably are most, you know, they're a bit abandoned and people should really focus on on those areas?
0: So the first one I would say is very close to my heart is swim technique. It's really abandoned when people work towards triathlons because people just aim to swim further or faster rather than making their lives easier. Uh, Just a little bit of time spent on good form. Mostly lifting the hips up in the water and decent kick would mean that the energy you need to use drops drastically and you don't have to have a sort of a specialist tri coach to do that. Most local swimming pools will have coaches available that can help you with that. Mm -hmm. Strength training is massively overlooked by endurance athletes. Many don't like the gym and um, don't necessarily understand the benefits of even lifting a little bit of weight given the option of an extra bike or run session or the option of a session in the gym, the endurance option tends to be the one that people pick. And obviously the fitness professionals who are listening to this will know that strengthening yourself up can help reduce injury as well as providing a bit more power. The third thing I'd say is low effort running. It will help prevent running injuries from my experience. Uh, Too many people get stuck running at 80 or 90% of their effort and as a result, they don't get much physiological benefit as they might if they cycled their training a little bit more. So they did a bit more hard training and a little bit more easy training. It helps the body recover better by running a little bit easier, but it also means that it puts a little less shock through the joints. Obviously, running puts between two and four times body weight through your feet every step. So the faster you or the harder you're trying to run, the more shock goes through your ankles, knees, back, etc. And so it just breaks things down a little bit more. So it's good to take a bit of pace off and let everything relax a little bit more sometimes.
1: Great. And so let's just reflect back to those transitions then, which are obviously really quite challenging. What would be yeah. your top three tips to make those a bit more, a bit easier and make everything run a bit more smoothly on race day?
0: So the real simple tips for transitions in triathlon, first and foremost, make it logical. Plan out what you're going to do and so that it's easy to follow when the adrenaline's going the second thing make your stuff visible you can't have a flag you can't put talcum powder out or something to to mark your spot so if you've got visible kit or you've got a bright towel it can really catch your eye and the third thing for transitions is walk your way through it when you're there once you've wrapped your bike up once you've put your kit out walk your way through the transition so you know where you're going the more you know it the less you're likely to get flustered and the more you'll then likely enjoy it.
1: Great. What a brilliant insight, John. That's really great. I mean, I definitely want to take on a triathlon now. Um, Thank you for taking the time to chat to us.
0: Not a problem. My pleasure. More than happy to help. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoy today's podcast and see you next time.